As a real estate agent, you know that the industry can be tough to navigate with constant challenges and obstacles to overcome. That's why we created the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast, where top performing agents share their insights and strategies for success. Join us as we dive into the good, the bad, and the ugly of growing a thriving real estate business. Your host, Lindsay Favazza, will be your guide on this journey. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn from the best in the business. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Favazza, and today I have a very special treat for all of you. Joining us are two of South Florida's most dynamic and stylish real estate professionals, <laughs> Edward and Alicia Boateng of Team Boateng Realty in Coral Springs, Florida. So known for always dressing the nines and setting fashion trends, this power couple doesn't just turn heads with their impeccable style, but also with their unparalleled expertise in the real estate market. Edward, an incoming governor for the Miami Association of Realtors, is celebrated for his negotiation skills and unwavering dedication to his clients. Alicia, on the other hand, brings her branding, marketing, and customer service prowess to the table, ensuring their clients always receive their top level of service. Beyond their elegance, they embody <laughs> professionalism, expertise, and genuine commitment to excellence. So let's dive into the world of the Botang Group. Welcome, you guys, to the podcast. I'm super excited to have you guys here. Thank you. I, you know what I just realized? I just realized that we're matching without even intending to <laughs> We usually make it a point to match. <laughs> But you already and I did just it. realized that we're <laughs> Maybe because you've been doing it for so long, it just intuitively happens now. I think so. <laughs> so tell me how you guys both got started in real estate, or even tell me how you guys met. What's your story? What's going on? Well, tell tell us, tell our audience everything. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, um, we are a blended family. Let's start it like that. And then, so that that particular weekend, I didn't have the kids, and one of my very good friends, we were supposed to have brunch, and she called me literally at the eleventh hour and said, "I can't make it. I'm sorry." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I don't have the kids this weekend, so I'm going to the beach." <laughs> Girl, I was a single mom for a while, so I'm taking myself right back into that mindset. I was the same way. <laughs> so I went to the beach, and then... <laughs> in walks. Okay, and then walks in uh, Mr. Botang. Actually, I was uh, one of my friends uh, in August, right? Because it's yes. Leo, Leo's birthday, the Leo sign. Um, I was with one of my other fraternity brothers who was running for a position in, uh, in government, and we had a meeting that we decided to cancel because not everyone was necessarily there. So I'm like, all right, I'll be able to make this uh, birthday party that I said I wasn't going to be able to make. So I headed off to Miami Beach and met up with them. And as I was walking, I was like, hey, who's that? Over there? <laughs> I love it. And it was meant to be. Exactly. So at that point in time, that's kind of where it all began. And that's it. That. He introduced himself and I said, yes, I do. <laughs> And we didn't get scared, which is amazing. <laughs> I said, you know, my name is Alicia and yes, I do. <laughs> I love it. That is so fun. So how did you guys, were you, Edward, were you in real estate beforehand? Like what was the deal to get you guys into the real estate world? Okay, well, actually uh, I come from an insurance background uh, with the University of Florida, Go Gators. That's a plug. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was in commercial 
underwriting. So I was actually working for Aon Risk Services as a global claims consultant. And with that, you deal with a lot of commercial buildings. Maybe you have the CEOs of companies who have uh, residential properties. They're going to be looking to sell. So I used to see a lot of that transaction going on and said, no, I, I think I can definitely do this. I'm doing it at a commercial level. Let me see yeah. how I do it at a, a residential level. It's a lot more personal on the residential side as it is to the commercial side, which is really numbers, which is yeah. you know more my thing. But at the same time, uh, making sure that the client achieves their goal is one of the most important things for us. Yeah, you probably don't get that same kind of vibe with a commercial, unless it's like a small mom and pop business or something like that. But you're probably not getting that same feeling of like, you know, the home ownership, first time buyer, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Correct. They're just asking, where's your P&L report? <laughs> exactly. So, Alicia, what about you? How did you get into real estate or did he suck you in? <laughs> I was a wedding and event planner for over 20 years. And at that point, at the, the time that we met, I was actually working in the hospitality industry. And I knew that he wasn't going to put up with the long hours. And, you know, it, it, it was definitely going to be a burden on our family. And I didn't want that. Um, so at that point in time, we decided that we are going to, and this is literally a month after we met, we said, okay, we're going to create a corporation. <laughs> you guys move fast. I love it. Well, when you know, you know. Time? Why waste time? And you know, you know. I love that. So we literally created a corporation without necessarily knowing where it was going to take us. We just knew that we wanted to create a corporation and then perhaps have a different umbrella, you know, have, have that be like an umbrella to the different entities that we wanted. Um, and then very quickly after that was created, he decided that he was going to become the licensed realtor and then I would be the admin and then, you know, we would work well yeah. together like that. That's the amazing. branding guru. I start off by saying the branding guru. She's uh, good. She yeah. is good. I've seen her stuff. And I'm telling you, I, you know, we were just talking about this, but on the Crush It page, I'm quite often looking through all the different realtors that we follow that follow us. And I'm, I'm constantly impressed by people. And you guys were one that I was like, wow, you really stood out to me. And that is because you have a strong brand presence. So I love that. And well done, my friend. Thank so you, thank you. what is it about branding and marketing and all of that that is so important to you? Why do you love it so much? I love it because it allows us to really show everyone who we are and, and, and what matters to us, right? And going back into the real estate, um, obviously, as you know, once you get your real estate license, you have to hang it with a broker. And what I, what I mentioned to him and I discussed with him was that, yes, of course, we're going to be part of a broker. However, I don't want to be known as necessarily part of that broker because if tomorrow we decide to move on to another brokerage, they need to be familiar with our faces and our name yes. so that that stands out and not necessarily the brokerage that we're, we're tied to. And that's exactly what happened. We started off with a smaller brokerage, a, a mutual friend of ours, and then we decided that we wanted to take it to the next step. Uh, we did that. And I can tell you now that unless we tell you or unless you really dig in, you wouldn't necessarily know that we are with Keller Williams, which we absolutely love. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of, of our clients, a lot of our colleagues know us as Team Boltang. Yep. And that's exactly what we continue to work on. I think it was like 
a month or so ago, but I did a crush it video on our page. And I specifically said that I held up a brokerage sign and I said, stop hiding. And I think I even went like this, stop hiding behind your brokerage's logo. Like they need to see you. They're not working with a, a name. They're working with a person. Sure. And like you were just saying, Edward, like it's a very personal thing. So like they need to feel like they can trust you. And I think that that's so, so important. And obviously you guys have done a great job of that. So well done. Thank um, you very much for that. Tell me what you love the most about real estate. What is it that you like? What is the biggest thing that kind of keeps you guys in the business and keeps you going every day? Uh, I would say that it's definitely helping people achieve their goal. Because when they come to you, they, ha they have a vision. They want to know exactly how to work through getting there. And they need that help and the expertise and the professionalism, the customer service and the right team to make sure that they get from contract to close. Yep. That's, that, that's, that's essence vital for us in that regard. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and we certainly pride ourselves on uh, holding their hand throughout the entire transaction. And I know that sounds very cliche. However, we're very true to that. And we literally explain everything that goes on from, from the inception of the contract right. to the closing table. Um, so we make sure that you fully understand everything that's going on. All the vendors are not necessarily vendors, but all our partners that are going to be involved in the transaction, just so that and no one ever comes back to us and say, you never told us this, this wasn't discussed, you know, on and on and on. Yeah. So, you know, with the, the awesomeness, for lack of a better term, of, you know, helping people achieve their goals comes all of the hardship that it takes to get them there. So how do you guys feel like you navigate that? Because, you know, every client's different. Every client has different needs. Every client has different anxiety levels and like managing people and doing all that. How do you guys manage that, especially where it's two of you? Like, do you play off of each other? Do certain people kind of like help with certain personalities? Like, how do you guys manage that between you? I would have to say that he is the master, master of handling that. <laughs> If you have very been, calm, I can tell. He's very no, calm. if you haven't been able to tell yet, I'm the more like, hi, let's go, <laughs> let's go look at kitchen stuff. <laughs> I love it. And he's more like numbers and you know, dealing with it, which I feel is so important to our business, to our relationship, to our customers, you know, because they need that balance. And I yeah. feel that we do a great job in providing that to, for them. Um, you know, I always tell our clients that <laughs> I always tell our clients that when I'm on the call, it's good news. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to be the bearer of all the bad news. Well, yeah. All news, all news. All so news. how do you do that, Edward? How do you like, you know, how do you kind of separate yourself and kind of keep that steadfast like thing going when someone's like more on the emotional side or or dealing with, you know, some difficulty in the transaction? How do you do that? Well, we, we actually play off each other very well. Um, setting the expectation in the listing agreements, or if you're a buyer, the buyer agreement that we have everyone sign, letting you know that you're exclusively working with us and we're going to help you uh, achieve your goal. Mm -hmm. um, we sit back and I just forgot what the question was. <laughs> you might have to edit that. I love it. No, but, what do you what do you do to like help those people? Because okay, yes, I remember it now. Yeah. Okay, thank you. 
Okay, so one of the things is setting the expectation. They know that the team that we have, when it goes down from the loan officer to our transaction coordinator that they will meet once we are under contract, to the title, to the inspectors, and giving them options because we're not the ones to select, but we're going to give you three, let you select. In the event something isn't the way it needs to go, we, we put that in front of them and we continuously let them know so that this isn't the first time that they're hearing it. Because when they don't know, they'll make up their own minds as to what they think. And a lot of times it's not what we think and it's not what we do. Yeah. So setting that expectation and making sure, you remember we told you that once we went under contract, you were going to be uh, meeting our transaction coordinator, mm-hmm. Jasmine Arrieta. Shout out to her as well. Um <laughs> When she does her introduction with the timelines and things of that nature, that's when, you know, us as just humans, we're like, oh, yes, I remember Ed and Alicia saying that we would hear from them, we would hear from her at this point in time. Right. So that kind of eases exactly what they're expecting and it actually happening in the real time once we're under contract Mm -hmm. or a bid has been accepted. Yep. So it's communication. And setting the expectation because then they know what to expect. And when it happens, they don't freak out and they don't start talking away from you, too, because that could be also like really detrimental to your relationship is that they're like, wait, they didn't tell me about this. So they forgot something like they you start to lose trust. So that is so important. And I think that that's amazing. I think a lot of agents actually miss that. So. For us, I mean, I will say that we definitely repeat it a couple of times because like you said, we are human, people forget, and that's, that's perfectly normal. We just make it a point to include it in our conversation. Hey, you know, once this happens, XYZ is going to come along and so forth. And, you know, Jasmine is literally our right hand. She's been with us since the very beginning and she knows our personalities. She knows, you know. Um, she knows how to handle our clients on our behalf. So she's a great extension of our team. And I will say that, uh, I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. You guys are awesome. Very important. Very important. But you have to constantly remind people. Absolutely. Otherwise they will think, otherwise they're going to think something else. And I'm telling you, it is. Yep. Their minds go crazy. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree. So how do you guys balance for you guys? Like, usually I ask this question, how do you balance work and life? And there's a separation. And for you guys, there's no separation. Your work is your life and your balance and your back and forth between family and you guys and your business. Like, how do you guys make that work? Because that is a big challenge, I think, for a lot of real estate couples that go into business together. It's a very common thing for people to team up with their husband or wife, but like, how do you guys manage that? Do you have any tips for people that are in that same boat that, you know, has helped and worked for you guys? Well, we, uh, we set expectations, but also know that we have to be able to pivot. You must be able to pivot because everything's happened in real estate. We know up until the 11th hour, you may still be holding your breath until you close because things can happen. So we have to be able to pivot. We, you know, we have our calendars. We're very big on the calendars. Yes. And we're, we're always talking with each other to make sure, okay, if, I, if I'm going this way, where are you going? We, we, we kind of talk simultaneously. And do we miss things? Yes, we do. But the ability to pivot allows us to say, okay, well, yeah, you, you'll get there first. Mm-hmm. I'll be there in about, say, 15 minutes and, and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I will say, of course, we talk about business all the time. 
And we, at the same time, we also try to make the best of it as well. You know, it, it, the business is really, aside from, of course, the love that we have for each other and and the respect that we have for each other, but the business is really like our foundation. It's what really continues to get us closer together. Um, So we love that. And at the same time, when he's trying to talk to me at 10 o'clock at night and my eyes are like crossed because I'm dead <laughs> trying to go to sleep. I'm like, that no. energy. She needs I'm to like, sleep. no, <laughs> this can't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> are you a, are you a late night person, Edward, as yeah, opposed to you, Alicia? Like you go to bed early and wake up early? Like, is oh there a balance? Yes. I'm definitely a, a, a morning person. I like at nine o'clock usually I'm like knocked out. <laughs> Same. And, that, and that for me, I'm a night person. So I'll write down my to do's. And when I wake up in the morning, that's what I attack at that point in time. And I will say early on, early on, he tried, attempted to wake me up like at midnight to start talking. <laughs> How did that go for you, Edward? <laughs> oh, Lord, I probably kicked him so hard that I'm <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But I think that this is part of the reason that it works for you guys is that you have a little bit of that, like, almost alone time at your at your best times of the day. I feel like that's another way that you guys balance it. And that's awesome. Absolutely. I, I will say that before there was a lot of wine involved. <laughs> no shame in that. <laughs> there was definitely a lot of wine involved and um i guess you know with the covid the covid the covid year oh my goodness it this was like party on. and i'm like no 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 we need to tone this down <laughs> it's getting a little out of control we all had a couple moments like that we're like what you have to just stay at home and drink okay <laughs> and then, and then, we, got, then we got the nod in in order uh being considered essential workers yeah and then we went right back into uh, the work that we needed to do because that they was a time where everybody just didn't know exactly what we were doing. We were, Absolutely. Told, we were told that yeah. we couldn't go into our listings and condos. Mm-hmm. That was, that that was, was crazy. quite a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was crazy. How were we supposed to do anything? But yeah, that was yeah. very pivotal moment. So you, Edward, have been very involved in the realtor associations. Um, why is that important to you? Why do you feel that you should or that other realtors should be involved at that level? Um, what has it done for you? Like, what? why do you do that? Well, the Miami board, I'll tell you, uh, they do have lots of tools that allow new agents, existing agents to better manage their business and provide the service that is required in order to be successful for your client as well as for yourself and for the team that you have working around you. Yeah. So that's what the association has been able to do for us with the many tools that they continue to update and and put out for us to use. Now, do many people utilize them? <clears throat> a good amount do. But do we need more to do it? Yes, they do in order to yeah. better run their businesses and help their clients. I also think that their culture and their community, the community that they've built, that they've welcomed us into, um is, is very satisfying and we really, uh, it, it feels more like a family and we love that. Yeah, all too often, I feel like maybe more so in the past, realtors have kind of lived on an island and they are like working on their own and competing and like, you don't wanna share information, you don't wanna, you know, and it's like been very kind of aggressive in that way. 
But I feel like you're right that the realtor associations really bring you guys together and you should be work. You're, you have to work together, right? Yes, you're competing on yeah. certain things, but you have to work together and it should be a, um, you know, a nice working relationship with them. And it shouldn't be like a cutthroat kind of thing like it used exactly. to be. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I definitely do not see them as, a, as competitors. They're yeah. our colleagues. Yes. And the reason being, and I, and I brought that on from being a wedding planner was that, you know, God forbid one day we need them. We can't show a house. We can't uh, show, you know, whatever, whatever it may need. You know, if we have that trusted realtor that we're friends with, that we know that they're going to, they're going to benefit our customers and they're going to make us look good. Of course, I'm going to pick up the phone and call them. Yeah. And I think now more than ever with everything that's going on in the world of real estate at the moment, um, I feel like now more than ever, we have to come together, you know, and we have to be a strong united front. So I think that that's super, super important. Mm -hmm. So tell me, I want to like take it to not that it's not been fun because you guys are super fun. Um, (laughs) But tell me a really like funny or fun or memorable experience that you've had selling real estate. Like what has been something that stands out? If you can tell us, I had someone on the podcast once be like, I, I can't tell you. And I'm like, well, now, I wanna, now I really want to hear the story. So yeah. What, um, what kind of experience have you guys had? Like tell us a scenario or a story that's come up. Oh, okay. This sounds like it's going to be good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So we get this, we, we get this listing that was referred by a family friend of ours and, um, you know, they explained the situation, which we were very thankful that they explained ahead of time that the couple was getting a divorce mm-hmm. and uh, they had been, in, they built that house themselves. They had been there for 20 something years, all that stuff. And we walk in, we walk into the house and it was a really nice listing. And then we walk into their master bedroom. <laughs> And do, do I need Saturday to know or can I just Saturday? imagine? Remember John Travolta Saturday night fever? Remember when he was yeah. all the lights and doing the stuff? I'm, I'm dating myself. But, no, you know, I'm, so I'm like, with you like right the now. The BGs and things like that. Yeah, that's the room we walked into. Oh I am glad God. that you explained because that's not what I was getting to in my head. So okay. I'm glad that you put that better yes. picture in because that just sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah, oh, <laughs> platform bed. It, it, the bed was like on a platform. Turned around, like wait, was the rest of the house like normal? And then that normal. Was normal. I mean, it was dated. Listen, it was dated. Yeah, considering but. how houses are nowadays, of course, it was dated. It definitely needed. Like oh. the, the kitchen was pink, which that's fine, you know. When we walked in there and saw that platform with a green carpet, I was like. Wow. I immediately, of course, I ran to home goods and I'm like, okay, well, I need to I need to get something to cover this up. I need to buy bed sheets and all that I stuff. I think you should have just let it fly. I mean, oh there's a buyer out there for everything, right? Oh no, yeah. The conversation was great though, because when when we walked in and and you know, they're looking at us, I'm like, so are you gonna tell us or do we gotta ask you? Do we, yeah, what what's gonna but happen so, next? So year? please give us a, a little walk us through this room so that we understand what we're looking at. Because we're gonna have to help you get this sold. But we sold it. We sold it. We sold it. But everyone always asked about that room. Everyone asked about were that. the buyers were the buyers excited about this room or were they like that's the first no, thing that's gonna get No, you? they 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 were coming into like 
gut the whole house and, and do everything on their own, but they la- they laughed along with us, which was great, you know? Oh my yes. God. I love it. A Saturday night fever room. I love it. Yes. So yes. Fun. So tell me um, what has been the biggest challenge for you guys? What has been the biggest challenge um, for you either recently or when you were kind of getting started and kind of growing, you know, your team and all of that? What has been the biggest challenge for you? I would say uh, dealing with the lack of professionalism uh, for some agents, both new and seasoned, unfortunately. Um, You know, we were in a market where if it had drywall on, you could sell it. And now we're back if to that Saturday you, night fever disco ball. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you do have to do a little bit more digging and digging to get that client to, as you say, crush it in order to make it happen for you. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, we, we, we try to explain to, especially the seasoned ones that you, we, we do need to pick up the phones and talk to each other. Cause sometimes yeah. what we may want to put on text may not necessarily correlate to what we're trying to do. We're all busy, but we're, we're not that busy where we can't take 30 seconds that will right. deter a three minute text or just not even texting back to you. You know, we, we need a pre-approval before we look to show that yep. property. It's, it's a business practice and we need to make sure that they're qualified for the buying power to go to this house. Otherwise, yep. you know, our clients are trusting us to do and work professionally we have to make sure that our counterparts are being held to that same standard, Absolutely. especially for the new ones, because they don't really know. Yeah. And yeah. I will say that he's the one that has to deal with them in person, but I'm the one that has to deal with their paperwork, <laughs> which is a challenge within itself. And yeah. it's very frustrating. Um, so a lot of times, uh, you know, they just don't read, they don't read the information that's on the MLS. You know, I try to be very thorough, both in my emails and on the MLS description and all of that stuff, you know, and, and, um, you know, I usually have, uh, documents that I print out for him just so that he's prepared on his end, you know, and, and as a reminder as what needs to be said and highlighted and so forth on the listing and, they just it, it goes over their head and it, it it's like i don't know Richard. how how do you get through the day um it's how do you run a business it, how do you run a business and that, business. that's unfortunately the kind of experience their clients are getting exactly you know? like you exactly. have to assume because you know as we were talking about earlier for you guys communication and setting the right expectation is important you do that with your co-brokes too and yeah. You know, when they don't give you that same back, I can see that that is super frustrating. Mm-hmm. So sure. hopefully we can all come together. If you're on this and you're listening and you're going to work with Alicia and Edward, <laughs> just do your best and like read your email and do your thing. Yeah. Um, so how do you guys envision the future for you in real estate? And especially, like I said, with everything that's going on right now, what do you see coming down the line? Um, what are you prepping your team for? Like what's what's going on in those team meetings right now? Mm-hmm. More training. More yeah. training on uh, standard operating procedures. Again, my background is in operations management. Well, that's what my my degree in operations yeah. management. So the standard operating procedures are going to be what allow you to stay consistent and move things thoroughly through how we go through this thing we call that transaction. And then our clients see the value because it's always going to be the value. Part of that value 
is in the standard operating procedures that we put in front to make sure that they can follow. The same way every company has a manual in the event that, hey, if, if there's a fire alarm, what do we do? If something happens, what do we do? We all have to have that type of uh, employee manual, so to speak, yeah. that gets us through that, you know? So yeah. that's and I also think that as far as the market in South Florida, it's going to continue to thrive because we live in a place where everyone wants to live. Our, you know, we, especially South Florida, obviously we work throughout Florida, but especially South Florida, it's got so much culture. It's, it's got lots of community, um, lots of families, lots of beautiful beaches, lots of upcoming places, which I will make mention that he's got to take me to the Hill's Kitchen too soon. <laughs> They just opened one in Miami. Um, we need to do that. No to self. No to Ed. <laughs> um, but, you know, we have, there's so many things that are constantly coming up. Beautiful yeah. restaurants. Uh, absolutely shop. Beautiful shop. just moved to there, didn't he? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I will say that South Florida will continue to be a, a thriving market and a place where people want to come continuously. That's how I see it. Yep. And based on the trends that we're continuing to read and, and stay up on, yes, absolutely. Yep. It's definitely a desirable place right now. And it has yes. been for the last couple of years, ever since the pandemic, it really has turned into like probably one of the most desirable desirable. Absolutely. And I will make mention something that we just learned last week at one of the luncheons that we went to for the association is that the area code 954 is related to like when when you say oh I'm in the 954 blah blah blah, it's related to luxury. I didn't know that. Huh. I didn't know that. But the logistics, you know, it is the the Fort Lauderdale is the yacht capital of the world. Yeah. Um. So when a lot of companies are actually moving to Broward, and one of the reasons being is the 954 area code, which we thought was very interesting. And I and I looked at him and I said, thank God we have that 954 yeah. number. We're going to put that on everything now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do, but yeah. Absolutely. That's so cool. We are Broward, Miami. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love absolutely. it. So I know, Alicia, you don't just do real estate. You've got a couple of hats that you wear. I don't know how you do it all, apparently, because you go to bed early and wake up early. Um, <laughs> but tell me about some of those other things, because I think, um, you know, our realtor audience can benefit from hearing some of these other things that you do um, that, you know, kind of is very complimentary to the real estate world. So, Absolutely. I would have to say that my most important hat that I wear is being a mom. Yes. And just being there for the children. You know, um, we have older ones and we have a little one. And the little one is seven years old and he requires a lot of attention, <laughs> a lot of attention. Um, Ed is his coach for Little League and football. So he lives, breathes and and eats football. I see that his shirt literally says coach the yes, best yes, they, they gave that to him yeah absolutely um so that's definitely my most important uh, hat making sure that everyone is well taken care of and everything you know everyone has what they need and so forth um I'm also a celebrity cup designer so I design coffee cups very cool <laughs> I design coffee cups um, and tumblers and so forth. And then of course, together, uh, aside from, from having that being together, we also do the branding and the branding is, uh, I would have to say is our middle child yeah. just because 
Uh, we've always been very in tune with what our branding is and what it represents. Yeah. And so we decided, you know, if it's so important to us, we need to make sure that everyone else knows the importance of a powerful brand and an influential <laughs> brand. So earlier this year, we decided to come up with branding with the Botangs. And uh, that those are online courses that we teach um, on how to come up with a brand, a successful brand, a powerful brand, and so forth. I love that. That's amazing. And one of the things uh, I'd like to add to that is uh, proof is always in the pudding, right? So when you've been featured on, you, you can say those because I love it. Yeah, we've been featured. <laughs> we've been featured on the Today Show, Good Morning America, and I would have to say that the, the Academy Award goes to The View. That's so cool. So with just a couple of those things, uh, that's why I said that she's the branding guru. Yeah. There's a lot of information she has to be able to provide to those who are looking to build their brand, expand upon their brand, and take their brands to the next level. And I will say that had it not been for our brand and the way that um, others view us, we would not be featured on Crush It!, Nope, we would not. (laughs) Because I wouldn't have saw and gone, wow, they are really good at this stuff. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Well, do you guys have any? I can't believe this has already gone by so fast. I know. We really talk all day. Um, Next time I'm down in Florida, I'm calling you guys for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So, what is kind of your parting words to the audience? Remember, it's, you know, this realtor audience that listens are really just looking to grab from these episodes, that little nugget that they can learn that can help them. So what kind of piece of advice would you give to realtors out there who really want to take that next step in their business? Maybe it's for their branding. Maybe it's, you know, anything to help them get to that next level. What what would you tell them? Let me go first. <laughs> So I have two, I have two things. Of course, number one is always going to be the branding um, because people need to have a communication with you and they need to feel comfortable in hiring you as a real, not just a realtor, but as a partner and just as a confidant and so forth. And number two, for the realtors, I would have to say that choose a, a, a mentor that will teach you the right way and, or or not necessarily the right way, but at least teach you the basics of business etiquette, which is so important. And so many professionals lack at this point. I love that. And he's writing his notes. (laughs) So detailed. Um, One one, one of the things that, uh, that I, I was always taught and I apply it to pretty much everything that I do is you don't have to win, just make sure you don't lose. So whenever you continue to say that to yourself, especially when you're put in certain positions and you have to pivot, yeah. it has to be a win-win for everyone or there's no deal. Yeah. Yep. I love that. And you, know, you learn so much from those situations of like striving for that, you know? So it's like, you're never, you're never a loser when you start to, you know, when you're learning um, about the process and doing that pivot and just, you just got to try. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much. I kind of don't want this to end, but <laughs> I think it has to, otherwise my editor is going to be like, why did you talk to them for two and a half hours? <laughs> 
Um, so I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much to both of you. I wish you guys nothing but the best. I hope you'll keep in touch. I'm sure we'll absolutely. And um, for anyone who is interested in learning more about Alicia and Edward and their team, please go to their social media. I always screw this up. <gasps> I did it. There's their links right there on the bottom. <laughs> uh, I always do it. It's all backwards and I can't handle it. Um, so make sure to go and follow them, talk to them, you know, get into their, slide into their DMs and start asking them questions because they are totally. a wealth of knowledge. We welcome them. Yes, we're, they're super fun to be around. So thank you guys so much. Thank you to all of our listeners. We will see you guys on the next episode of The Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate. Have a great thank day. You. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to The Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with your friends and colleagues and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. If you're interested in being a guest, email us at info at crushitinre.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to crush it in real estate.